Blog Talk Radio. If you're looking for the real life topics, hottest music from the indie, the underground, and the mainstream, and you just want that real talk, you need to tune in each and every week to Man Made Radio, live in the mischief with my homegirl, Anime, DJ Bedtime 357 co-signing it, the uncrowned king of New York, and you know if I'm tuned in, then it gotta be the realest ish on radio. That's right. guest by the name of Courtney Myers. Um, before I introduce her, I want to let you guys know that you can join the conversation via 657-383-0646. And of course, you can find the show live as we are live right now at blogtalkradio.com backslash radio. And you can listen to past episodes via that same link, blogtalkradio.com backslash radio. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Feel free to check out past episodes because we're always packing heat. And like I said, we're live in the mischief today with Miss Courtney Myers. Courtney, what's up? 
What's going on, girl? Not much. How are you? I'm great. How's yourself? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Welcome, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. No problem. So tell us or tell the listeners, um, give us a brief introduction. Well, um, I'm Courtney Myers, if you don't know by now. I'm from Fort Myers, Florida, Lee County. Um, I've been working around in Atlanta the past four or five years and um, signed the Jagged Edge. Um, my first song I put out was called Pop Off. Um, I had on three stations. The second song um, called Summertime Fine. And now we have Slums out, and I'm getting ready to release another one. So I'm just, you know, an artist out here working. Absolutely, definitely. That's why we wanted you to be a part of the show. Um, so tell us how you guys started doing music. Um, it started with poems and um, write like writing songs, writing um, my favorite songs on the radio and stuff, and like just like I said, poems and just the love for writing. Then it turned into music. How old were you? Um. Probably like 13. Okay. Okay. So basically you figured out that you had a love for music and you started to pursue it. What was it like for you growing up? Um, As far as music or just in general? Just in general. <laughs> growing up for me, it was bittersweet. Um, grew up very, very poor. And um, but I had a lot of love for my mom. I had one of those mothers that I was I was really blessed to have the mom that I have. But yeah, I grew up very very poor, and but the love outweighed all that. So I still feel like I had a rich childhood. But that's that's basically it right there. Do you feel that how you grew up inspired you to chase your dreams? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely because okay. I, I want to be that person that, like, people from where I'm from can grab inspiration from, you know, and I'm motivating them. And they'd be like, well, dang, she's from here, too. And she doing her thing, you know, like, you don't know who you could touch that feel like because of their situation, like, they can't do certain things. So I just want to motivate people. Like, it don't matter where you come from, how you, you know, what, how poor you are, this, this, and that. Like, you can still make anything happen if you try. Absolutely. Now, we know that you started doing music after you figured out you had a love for it through writing poetry and such. Tell us who some of your uh, inspirations were as an artist. Luane, Kurt Daddy, Trina, um, Foxy Brown, Kanye, um, Yeah, those are some dope influences. Those are those. Everyone that you named is kind of like an in your face type of artist. Is that how you feel your style is? Definitely. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Okay. So, in general, um, how do you feel about the current state of music in the industry? Oh man, <laughs> it's real. You can be honest. Wow. It's, it's, <laughs> now it's it's really like a a follow wave kind of thing. Like 
whoever people think is the biggest thing, if they don't like their music, it's like they'll grow to like it because they just want to be part of the biggest wave. So it's really like who who run the wave type shit. But I feel like if you have enough people that fuck with you, it really don't matter, you know? Right. So do you think that music still has passion, or do you think that it's it's more of trendy now? I think it has a little bit of both. I think what we see more is the trendy stuff, but I still definitely think the passion stuff is still there, too. It just doesn't get as much limelight as the trendy. I would agree. I would agree with that. So Mm -hmm. I know, and some of the listeners may know, that you were formerly uh, Miss Tiny239, and now we know you as Courtney Myers. Uh, why the name change? Um, it was keeping me in the box. It was something I have been fighting about, you know, back and forth in my mind with people, like, that I'm close to that are in the industry. Like, you know, my DJ from back home was telling me. For instance, he was playing. I did a remix um, by Justin Bieber, the I'm Sorry, and he was playing it on the radio. And one evening he happened to be spinning it and someone walked in the radio station and, and was asking, wow, who is that? And as soon as he said, Tiny Miss 239, when they heard the 239, they just kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? So it was keeping yeah. me in the box. It was keeping me kind of like just kind of small, you know? So I needed more something more that. like global. Yeah. And then also, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, I stole the name from Tiny from Escape. I'm going to put that out there now. And um, I didn't know now that I'd be rubbing shoulders with her. Now I've, like, partied with her a few times, you know, because she's really close with Brian and Brandon. And it's like, dang, like, she's still very relevant. So I can't just be out here, like, so, you know, there was a few reasons why I just, you know what, I'm good. Yeah. So what made you decide on Courtney Meyer? Well, Courtney's my real name anyway. So, and then... My tiny Miss Two Three Nine had Two Three Nine because of my city. So you know the city sport Myers. So I just add the Myers on at the end. So okay, still repping. I like it. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that Fort Myers likes it too. <laughs> yes. So and everybody who was you, wanting me to change my name was like, yes, 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 yes. So. You mentioned earlier that you signed a deal with Jagged Edge. Uh, first of all, congratulations, because um, that is a huge, huge thing. Most people, you know, wish <laughs> they could sign a deal early on in their career, and that's something that you've already put on your resume. Tell us about that. Well, I wouldn't say it's early on because, I mean, I signed a deal when I was 17, too. So, you know, I've been doing music for a while, but it's it's definitely dope. You know, like, just last week I was sitting in the studio and I happened to come on a day. Um, Slim from 112 was there. And it's just so, I just be in moments where I'm like, dang, it's so intimate right now. Like, we all just vibing and chilling and cracking up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, these niggas, like, I caught my first set of feelings to their music. And it's like, now I'm just sitting here, like, vibing and shit. Like, we all home team. Like, it'd be, it'd be moments where I catch myself, like, where I got to, like, step outside of what's really going on and look like, damn, bitch, like, this is lit, like, keep going. Yeah, so, you know? so, to me, it sounds like you're living your dreams, and it's a bit surreal. Would you say that? Yes, but there's still so much more, like, but 
I, I see the light, and even though I want to I want to be further than where I am, at the end of the day, I can't help but to look around and be thankful for where I'm at. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, did you were you scouted by Jagged Edge, or like how did that come about? How did you actually get the opportunity to sign? What is this your second deal now? Yeah. Um. It came about because I seen a flyer or something that said that they was going to be at this club, and I happened to go there, and then one of his friends was telling me to come over there and meet them, and I just came over there and chopped it up and told him I do music, da-da-da-da, was naming all the songs I love by Jagged Edge, and just, you know how it is, just vibing yep. and stuff, and um, he gave me his number. He gave me his email. He was like, send me some records. And, of course, I was ready because I was already doing music. So I was like, that is nothing. I just sent him some music, and he liked what he heard, and we've been working ever since. That's dope. That's dope. I actually had the opportunity to meet the uh, members of Jagged Edge, and they are all very cool, very down-to-earth people. And I think that that's mm-hmm. a great place um, to vibe. Yeah. Now, we know you mentioned um, you left Florida to go to Atlanta to pursue your music. You said you've been there for about four or five years. What inspired you to, to make that jump to leave from Florida to go to Atlanta? Well, there's nothing really going on in my city. Um, Fort Myers, Florida is very um, kind of bland, I would say, but we have our own style and our own swag, of course, this, this, and that. But as far as the music scene, ain't nothing coming out of Fort Myers. Um, Plaza's from Fort Myers. A lot of people think he's from Miami. That's because, you know, they left out and, you know, did all his music stuff out of Miami and got his deal out of Miami. But he's just from Fort Myers. But it's like nobody has really blown out of Fort Myers with the music. It's just one of those things, like, you just got to leave. So Understood. Understood. Now, how is it in Atlanta for you? And the reason I'm asking this, because I want to share it with the listeners, because Atlanta is kind of like the the mecca for a lot of things. Um, A lot of the businesses that were in L.A. are now moving to Atlanta. And sometimes people say it's oversaturated. So how do you feel about that? Do you feel it's an oversaturated market? Do you feel that it's equal opportunity for everybody that comes there? What are your thoughts? I feel like it is an oversaturated market. But at the same time, you got to stand out, you know. Like, if you come here and you're sounding and looking like everybody, you moving like everybody, you you know what I'm saying, talking like everybody, you're going to blend in with everybody. But if you come here and you got what it takes and you stand out, you know, as far as your music, you got your own style and all that. And, you know, people will see things that stand out and you'll be drawn towards the people you need. And one thing about Atlanta, like, you could be a nobody and turn into somebody, like, real quick. Because it's all, like you said, it's the Mecca. It's all here, even for movies. Everything is here. So, yeah. Okay. I hope you guys caught that. And I want to give you guys the number to join the conversation again in case you guys want to join us. 657-383-0646. Live in the Mischief with Anna May, your host, and our guest, Courtney Myers. And you can tune in via blogtalkradio.com backslash man-made radio. Uh, we're going to take a brief break, but before we go to the break, because I want to play another song um, of yours, Courtney, I want to ask you, 
uh, it's funny that you mentioned being different because that was actually my next question for you. What do you feel makes you different as an artist? Not necessarily in Atlanta, but just what you bring to the table that's new and fresh. Okay. For me, number one, I write all my music. Number two, um, I'm not so, my lyrics aren't so like everybody else's in the sense of a lot of girls um, talking about fat asses and this and that and, you know, a lot of sexual content and stuff. And I just try to, you know, make music that you could still turn up and dance to, but maybe that's not on that I mean, on that same page, but I do have records like that too, but I just try to focus on different kind of um, content and different kind of ways to bring about good music. Okay. I've got another question for you, but we're going to wait on that. Uh, Right now we're going to get into your Gucci Gang remix, Live in the Mischief here on Man Made Radio. Conversation six five seven three eight three zero six four six. Of course, you can tune in now while we're live. If you happen to miss any of the show, you can tune in via blogtalkradio.com backslash Maymay Radio and listen to the entire episode. But Courtney, you mentioned that you write all of your music, and it, it sounds like you're pretty passionate about that, and that's very important to you. So, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on Ghostwriter? <laughs> And you can tell oh, the truth. Man. I feel like 
honestly, I feel like the industry should be for people who are performing music they have wrote. Because that's the true, you could feel the true passion of them if they wrote it. Um, as far as all that ghostwriters, and I just feel like it's kind of cheating, you know? But that's the time we live in, so, you know, I don't say nothing. It's like, it's cool, it's whatever. I mean, I just feel like if you that's what you're doing, you're going to always have to keep doing. I always have going to need a writer. So it's just one of those things. Now, is that something that you would be opposed to, let's say, that someone wanted to bring in a, a, a writer to work with you? Not necessarily to write your music for you, but maybe to co-write with you. Would that be something that you would be against? I definitely would be. I definitely would not be against doing something like that because I also feel like when you hear a beat, different people are thinking of different melodies and different concepts to a beat. So if I bring mm-hmm. somebody in that's also a great songwriter, they can like give me a different perspective on it, and I'd be like, "Oh wow, okay, like yeah, let's do that on the hook." But when it comes to my verses. I probably still want to do my own version, but like as far as like hooks and everything, like I would definitely love to work with some dope writers on coming up with these hooks and concepts in general. Okay. So speaking of just working with people, is there anyone or um, any people in particular that you would like to work with? Um, it'd be dope to do a song with J. Cole. But it would also be dope to do a song with Kodak. <laughs> I mean, I would like to work with, of course, Beyonce, Rihanna, like, Tina, my girl Foxy. Um, I would still love to do a song with Lil Wayne just for the book. Yeah, yeah. Lil Wayne's definitely still one of my top five rappers for sure. Yeah. Ross. So for your Rick Ross, yep. Plies, of course. And Rick Ross? But go ahead. Yeah. No, Rick Ross, I, I was I just going to say, what I, noticed about, what I noticed about Rick Ross that I like is he's very open to doing music with new artists, up-and-coming artists, artists that the general public mm-hmm. may not have heard of. I've heard him feature on several artist songs that, because I'm a music lover, so I got stuff in my playlist that doesn't necessarily make it to radio or doesn't even make it to mainstream audience in general. But I hear a verse from Rick Ross. And then I don't know if you watch the show Sign, but um, <laughs> one of the guys on there, I can't remember his name, and I don't want to screw it up, but uh, the guy, he's, he's, from Haiti, he's from Haiti, he's Haitian. And Rick Ross was adamant about getting on his phone, like gave him a verse right there on the show. So seeing that on the show and just, Hearing it in music, I think that's pretty dope. So that's probably somebody that you would be able to do a song with. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely love that. Yes, yes. Not to say that you can't do a song with those other people because, you know, with yeah, music, all it takes is a vibe. Absolutely, right. absolutely. So when it comes to you and your career, what legacy do you wish to leave behind? Um, I would have to say of, of just somebody who was determined, 
I've been through a lot and um just somebody who never would give up just to pass that message on. Like if my life represents just fighting for something you believe in, I'm cool with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as small as that may sound, that's actually huge just because a lot of people they don't have that that own their own encouragement within themselves to to make it past. Like we know life sometimes can beat you down, situations can beat you down, people can beat you down, but to be able to triumph through all of that and just still go after what you want, keep your eye on the prize, that's something that a lot of people unfortunately aren't capable of. So if you yep. happen to be that individual that is capable of that, pat yourself on the back. Even if you, you had to cry through it, even if you had to struggle through it, even if you almost lost, even if you did lose, pat yourself on the back because that's that's powerful. Right. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how it might touch somebody else. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I, I definitely believe our journeys are here uh, to intertwine with each other, whether it's for a lesson, a blessing, Yep. I had um a girl that was in the military. She was overseas doing stuff and um I didn't know who she was, but she sent me a message and told me that the song I did called Prove. She was like, I listen to this song every night before I go to sleep. Da 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 and I was just like, Whoa, you just you just never know, like and it'd be little stuff like that that keep me going. Like just the fact yeah, that you're touching people so much that you don't even know, you know, that somewhere this girl's way somewhere else and I'm way over here and it's touching her like that. So. Yes, and look at how that balances. It's keeping you going and meanwhile you chasing your dreams and pursuing your music is keeping her going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a balance. Yep. Definitely. Tell us what we can expect from you and um, before before I ask you that, because I, I want to ask you um, any advice that you would give to up-and-coming artists, any people from your city, or just people in general that's looking to chase their dreams and maybe don't even know where to start. What advice would you give to them? I would tell them, don't get the whole you, I need a team thing. Like, don't be so hard on yourself about that. Because I've wasted a lot of time with people with my career because I wanted to be part of this team dream and this team. Keep going, Mm. doing your thing by yourself. When the right people come, Mm. if it works, cool. If it don't, cool. But always go hard for you, even when you don't have a team, not one, not nobody around to help you do anything, and it's just you. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't don't always look for that. Because sometimes when that comes, it's something that's slowing you down and, and holding you back even more. So just be prepared sometimes to do to really do this on your own if you have. you got to have that kind of drive. If you're blessed mm. with people that can help you, use them. But if not, don't let that affect and don't let that make you feel like, like you can't make big things happen. That part. Now that's some powerful <laughs> stuff right there. Seriously, especially if you've ever been to music conferences or showcases or just anything entertainment-related where they're basically kind of showing you the ropes and giving you tips and tricks, 
One thing that they always tell you is you need a team. That's something that they always tell you. But they don't ever really tell you how to get around not having a team or what to do if you don't have a team. Nobody really ever says, hey, yep. you know, sometimes you got to get out here and hit this grind by yourself, and, and if you build it, they will come. They don't really tell you that. They just tell you it's strength in numbers. you got to have a team. So thank you so much for sharing that with us because that's powerful just to let people know, like, hey, I didn't have a team. I had to get out here and, and grind by myself, and sometimes that's what you got to do. And just being open yep. enough to share with us that you feel you wasted time by trying to be part of those team environments, because I think yeah. a lot of us all can relate to that. Yep. Yep. And one thing about it, you you might really want it, but they might not want it for you as bad as you want it. They got other things going on in their life. So if it's not the right team, it's really slowing you down. It's crippling you. That's so hard. don't don't let that be the main thing you're chasing. Be chasing your dream and your success and everything going to fall together. Who your team going to be, it'll come to you. Yes, yes, yes. I like that. Before, excuse me, before I let you go, I want you to tell us what we can expect from you next and where we can find you. What you can expect from me next, I'm getting ready to drop another record. Um, also, I'm dropping a remix to um, Lil Baby, the little freestyle he got, the 4 p.m., so check for that. And um, what you can expect is this next record to come out. And then I'm going to be moving around the Atlanta and Florida markets, doing shows and doing little promo runs and radio runs and stuff. And um, that's what you can expect in the future, just hitting the streets, man. People don't want – everybody want to sit behind social media. You got to get out here in the streets, man. You got to shake hands with the DJs. You got to, you know, go up to people, give them your mixtapes, like do what you got to do. And that's what I'm going to be doing, so. Yes. Well, I definitely noticed your drive and your hunger, and you definitely have an extensive catalog, so I'm sure there's more where that came from. I'm excited to see you rise to the top. You definitely have what it takes. I really want to thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me. And also, I forgot to tell y'all, um, all my social media is Courtney Myers, my Twitter, my Snapchat, SoundCloud, YouTube. Everything is Courtney Myers, K-O-U-R-T-N-I-M-Y-E-R-S, Courtney Myers. And there's a video to Slums, right, the first record we played. Yes, the video's in my bio, so make sure you check it out. And also make sure all y'all follow Man Made and my girl Anime. She's doing things, big things over there, too. So Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Well, it's definitely been a pleasure. Like I said, I look forward to more to come from you. And then me and you, we just have to link anyway because we're not going to do, but that's another story. Okay. <laughs> have a good you day, already... well, You too. Bye. Yes, thanks. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Man Made Radio today. Uh, today, I don't know, that sounded like I had a list for a second, but Courtney definitely dropped some jewels live in the mischief with us, especially with that, that teen comment. If you guys missed any of this interview, I strongly suggest you rewind it all the way back. Go back to the beginning via blogtalkradio.com backslash Radio. Like I said, thanks again for joining us here live in the mischief. Catch us next week. 
and it's it's already heading into the end of the year. I know we seven months in, so make it count. 